Are you ready to become the wealthiest version of yourself, reach your full potential and live the life by your own design, no matter what challenges you are facing right now? Confused? Nervous? And want someone who has done it to guide you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to The Elma Lou Show. And now, here is your host, Elma, property investment mentor and mortgage strategist who is going to show you how to bring it to life. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of the Elma Liu Show. In this episode, episode 8, I'm going to share with you three hacks that you should consider to make your mortgage working for you as a money-making machine instead of a soul-sucking monster some people think it is. Now, just a reminder that you could ask me any questions that are related to building wealth uh, via property. So whether it's a question for mortgage, the property market, uh, investment mindset, or even fitness, right? Uh, Well, look, a healthy body is the foundation to everything. So I consider that a big part of my life. Um, So if you have any questions, just head over to www.elmaliu.com.au forward slash ask Elma. Fill out the short form and I will answer your questions either in the show or I'll respond to you directly. Um, So coming back to the topic today, um, we are conditioned to think that mortgage is nothing but a heavy burden on our shoulders, right? And uh, we are so used to the idea of reducing cost and saving money when it comes to mortgage that that those these tend to be the only two things that we, we, we think about when it comes to mortgage. And it is absolutely important to keep the cost of having a mortgage, such as the repayments and fees, etc., down. However, I argue that uh, we can't lose sight of the most important thing that a mortgage does for us, and that is the leverage. So the question we should be asking ourselves really is, what can we do? to maximize the leverage comes from a mortgage while keeping the cost of the mortgage uh, at a reasonably level, uh, low level. So, as I said, mortgage repayment is a cost that we pay for the opportunity to have the, the leverage to acquire um, appreciating assets uh, of, of much larger value. So, essentially, my view is that Mortgage repayment is a cost of doing business. And while it's important to consider ways to reduce the costs associated with it, it's critical, absolutely critical, to also consider how we could spend the money wisely to set ourselves up to build more wealth. At the end of the day, that's why most of of us take mortgage. Um, We want to use the leverage to build something that that is bigger than we otherwise would have been uh, would have been able to build uh, with merely the cash we have. So now let's delve into the three hacks we could implement to turn your mortgage into a money-making machine for you. The first hack, hack number one, uh, is uh, is for um, paying off the mortgage quicker. So it's simply to switch your monthly rep- uh, your repayment frequency from monthly repayment to fortnightly repayment. I'll give you an example. So let's say you have a mortgage of um, $600,000 and the interest rate is 5%. So 
your monthly repayment, principal and interest, if you're if you're making principal and interest repayment, then your monthly repayment will be $3,220. And that will that means you will you will pay the whole mortgage off in 30 years. Now, if we change the repayment frequency from monthly to fortnightly. So, instead of making repayment once a month, you make two repayments over a period of month. And you keep the repayment the same, which means you still pay $3,220 over a month and you make two repayments of $1,660 instead of instead of one monthly repayment. So what this does is all of, all of a sudden it speeds up your repayment and you will pay off your mortgage six years and two months earlier by simply changing the repayment frequency from monthly to fortnightly. And in the process, you will save one hundred. Uh, $133,000 in interest. Not bad, right? So that's the first hack for you. Very simple to implement. Uh, if you haven't done so, if you can, um, if you can make arrangements for if you, uh, if you're getting paid on a fortnightly basis or um, or you have some spare money, if, if you, even if you get paid, paid on a monthly basis, but during the month, you will still have some money left uh, from last month's pay, then Call your lender, call your bank, make the switch today and you will start saving interest and um, speed up your uh, uh, repayment, uh, pro- uh, repayment process. So do it today if you haven't done so. Um, hack number two is, again, is to uh, pay off your mortgage quicker. It is to set up an offset account and, uh, and a credit card, right? So... I think I've talked about this uh, concept before in previous episodes, but simply put, um, it is to have an offset account set up, link it with your home loan account, your mortgage account, right? And then every month, your all of the all of the money you have uh, during the month, all those money monies go into that offset account. So uh, whether whether it's your salary. Uh, spare cash you have, or if you're lucky enough, you have a. You, all of a sudden, you have a heritage in heritage from somebody, uh, or you you win test lotto. Um, all those money, spare money, go into the offset account. And what it does is, uh, it offsets the balance of your mortgage. So, if your mortgage account uh, has the balance of um, has a five hundred thousand uh, dollars limit in it. And your offset account has one hundred thousand dollars, then you are only paying the interest on a daily basis. You are only paying the interest on the on the difference between the two accounts, which is four hundred thousand dollars. Okay, so um, because the interest interest repayment interest is calculated on a daily basis based on the balance on the difference between the two accounts. So if you're making if your monthly monthly repayment is uh for uh it's uh $1000 then if you're making if you you're charged less interest more 
more of your repay, monthly repayment will go towards reducing the principal portion of the mortgage. So you see, um, the longer you can have money, your spare money sitting in your offset account, offsetting the interest, the better it is for you. The sooner you'll be able to pay off your mortgage. So what I did before with my mortgage, with my home loan, was that I had an offset account set up linked with my uh, with my mortgage account, and I had all my spare money sitting in that offset account, offsetting the interest. Um, and I also had a credit card, which I used to cover all my living expenses. I pretty much paid all my living expenses out of the credit card and is 55 days interest-free. So every 55 days, I would then draw some money out of the offset account and pay off the credit card bill. Right, so every fifty-five days, or forty-five days, or sixty days, um, however long the the interest-free period is, um, I had the money. I had my money sitting in the offset account, earning interest for me, or offsetting the interest that I was, I would have been otherwise charged by the bank for my mortgage account. So, um, if it sounds complicated, uh, I think I think it's it will be easier if there was a visual visual uh, representation of it but um, if you think it's complicated just feel free to give me a call or, or email me uh, I drop a comment and say hey Alma I don't I, I think it is interesting idea but I, I didn't quite understand uh, 100% how, how it works I'm, I'm more than happy to, to help you out and uh, just explain it to you in greater details uh, uh, one-on-one um, offline so yeah just just yell out if uh, if it doesn't if it hasn't made uh, much sense to you. Um, and um, I want to give you an example. So we'll still go back to the example we just used for hack number one. So let's say you would still have $600,000 mortgage, right? And the interest rate is still 5%. And um, let's say you have an offset account set up. And let's just say that in the first year, you don't have anything. You don't have any spare money because that's your that that's the first year you have your, your mortgage. So uh, you haven't really saved up anything to to save to to um, to live in the offset account. So let's say after um, at the end of the year one, you have managed to save fifty thousand dollars between you uh, yourself or between yourself and and, and your partner. Um, so where would you park? your spare money, the $50,000. If you leave those $50,000 in the offset account and that's it, you, you you don't touch it. At the same time, you don't put anything extra into their offset account for the rest um, for the rest of, rest of the uh, of the long term, which is which is 29 years. Then what it would do for you is it will still it will still shorten the uh, the long term, so you will pay off your mortgage three and a half years sooner by simply leaving fifty thousand dollars in your offset account after year one and not adding anything else, not one cent more into your offset account after that. Right, the reality is as that you you will probably if you could save fifty thousand dollars in year one. Um, it, it, it's just an example, right? If 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 it's not fifty thousand dollars, even if it's twenty five thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, 
it will still save your um, save you uh, save you time. So uh, the chances are that you know once once you uh, after you save fifty thousand dollars in year one, you will probably be able to save another I don't know maybe ten thousand, maybe twenty thousand. So the point is that. Um, as you are leaving the money in the offset account, offsetting the interest, it will speed up the the repayment process, and you will you will close you will close your off you will pay off your mortgage much much faster than you would ever imagine. And I did that. I paid off my mortgage in four years, in four and a half years, with that exact same strategy. Having an offset account linked with your mortgage account, um, pay everything out of your uh, credit card, which is uh, 55 days interest-free, and then every 55 days, I then I will then draw money out from the offset account, or better yet, set up a direct debit to pay your credit card bill automatically from your offset account, so you don't get penalized if you uh, happen to um, if you forget to. To um to pay your credit card bill, so that is hack number two. So hack number one and number two they're relatively easy to implement. And that hack number three is about making your mortgage working for you. So number one and number two, uh, they they were really about uh, saving you money, saving you time. You know, uh, paying off the mortgage quicker. But number three is about making your mortgage working for you, while it's still while your account is still open, right? And um, what is it? It's the age-old question: whether or not you should use interest only or principal and interest repayment with your mortgage. So, when it comes to this question, a lot of people tend to look at it just based on uh, the interest rates. Right. Um, however, I would argue that we should really understand what each repayment option allows us to do first, and then consider the cost of that option. Right. So, if you think that uh, you will get more benefit, re- regardless of the interest rate, you will get more benefit out of, for example, interest only, the interest only option. Then you look at the cost of it. Right, how much is how much is going to cost you to have that option in order to have to benefit from it? Right. So first, understand what it does for you, and then make the decision which repayment option you want to choose. So there are three um, three factors to factors to consider when it comes to when it comes to um, uh, choosing between interest only and principal and interest repayment. The first one is you need to consider your cash flow tax implication. So, if you have an investment property, especially if you also have an owner-occupied property that are you st- that you are still paying off the mortgage, then there is no, almost no point in paying down the principal. On the investment property mortgage, there are two reasons for it. One is you need to you want if between between the owner occupied property you have and the investment property you have, you want to reduce the bad debt first, and the bad debt being 
the owner-occupied property mortgage. Not the investment one, but the owner-occupied property mortgage. So you want to pay off or reduce the balance of your owner-occupied mortgage as soon as possible. You don't have to pay it off or close it because once you close the mortgage, um, it's it's a lot harder to get the equity out, right? But that's a that's a topic for another day. So what you want to do is you want to you want to reduce the balance of your 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 occupied property um, uh, mortgage. So if you have an offset account, just dump as money as much money as you could into that offset account, so you don't pay anything in interest uh, for your um, for your for your home loan for your owner occupied mortgage. And um, the second the second thing is you don't have to pay off your investment. So investment, as in investment property mortgage. So investment property investment is a business. So you will eventually realize the reward uh, in the form of a capital gain when you sell it. So the cost of acquiring an asset is not tax deductible. The cost of holding an asset is tax deductible. And what is the cost of holding that asset, holding that investment property? It is the interest uh, repayment, not the not the principal portion of the repayment. So, um, in in a if in a monthly, if you're paying, if you're making principal and interest repayment, right? So every month, a part portion of the repayment, large portion of the repayment, is going to be the interest repayment, and the remain the remainder of the the monthly repayment is really for uh, reducing the the balance, the actual mortgage balance. So the principal portion of the repayment is considered the the cost of acquiring the asset, the investment property, whereas the interest portion of it, the monthly repayment, is the the cost of holding that property of that, that asset. So the cost of holding the asset is tax deductible. Right, so those are the two things you should consider if you have an investment property, uh, whether or not you wanna you want to have um, you want to have interest only versus principal and interest. Okay, but having said that, if you don't have personal debt, uh, then you should. If you don't have anything, then you should consider paying principal and interest on your investment as property as well. Um, so if you don't have your own or occupied property debt, uh, if it's fully paid off, the only thing you have is your investment property, then because you, you should consider paying principal and interest because at the end of the day, you are still building the equity in, within your property. So while it's not tax deductible uh, when when it's not use, used, when the equity is not used, you will be when you take the equity out later on for another investment, and that's fact. That's the first uh, factor you should consider. Um, let's just recap a little bit. Um, if you have an if you have an investment property, then you should consider um, you should consider uh, having the mortgage on interest only. If you know, especially if you also have non occupied property on the side. Whereas if you don't, if you only have your investment property. 
and you don't have any other personal personal liabilities, personal debts, no no other uh, non-tax deductible liabilities, then you could consider paying principal and interest um, on your investment as well. So the second factor you, sh- you need to consider is the cash flow, right? So if you're saying that um, you're absolutely just can't afford to pay the principal for your mortgage every month, you can only pay the interest, then here it highlights an issue with your lack of buffer or safety net for emergency, right? So you should always have some buffer somewhere in case the interest rate goes up or any or for any other emergencies in life. If you can only afford the interest payment, repayment, then you're cutting it too fine. And you, you, you really need to review your overall cash flow position to understand what's costing you money and how you could improve your cash flow position. Remember the key. The key to success in property investment is to be able to hold the properties long term. You, 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 you just can't be easily thrown out of the game because uh, the RBA, the banks raise... Uh, the raise interest rates a couple of times and then you're out of the game, then that's not the way to do it. So, um, and if you release, if you have equity in your, uh, in, your, in your properties and if you release your equity on a principal and interest basis, so if you uh, refinance your property, you release the equity out of it and you get a new mortgage and it, the monthly repayment is based on principal and interest, you will start paying the principal portion of your mortgage from day one, whether or not you use the equity or not, right? So, and the reality is that you might not have an immediate plan to use the money, to use the equity, to invest anywhere else. However, the payment will start nonetheless. Whereas with interest-only option, you won't start paying the interest, until you start using the funds. So if you just release the equity for future investment purposes, uh, for example, uh, hundred maybe $150,000, and you, you said, um, I, I might look at uh, investing the $150,000 using that as deposit to buy, buy another investment property down the track in the near future, uh, but you don't have an immediate plan, as in in a, in a month or two, um, then what will happen is that uh, while you are still trying to form your investment plan, you will start uh, making the the making the um, uh, the principal repayment for your mortgage. So if you leave it for if if you leave it for too long for a, let's say for a year or two, um, by the time you want to use your equity, all of a sudden you will realize you you will have already made um, you will already have made some a lot of um, uh, repayments towards the the principal portion of the mortgage so your the actual equity available to you is not as much as you think it is so in that case it's better to keep it as interest only however it doesn't matter what the interest rate is uh, it might be higher than principal and interest interest rate but the point is until you start using the equity, you won't be charged anyway. 
So it's better to, to have, uh, in that case, it's better to have uh, interest only in that, in that situation. The third factor you need to consider when whether or not uh, when it comes to choosing between principal and principal and interest or uh, interest interest only option is the opportunity cost. Okay, now let's talk about the real reason that you might want to select uh, choose interest only option for your investment or on occupied property mortgage. Um, First of all, you usually don't have or don't need an offset account for an investment mortgage because of the tax benefit you could potentially have. So um, you could have you could have negative negative gearing negative gearing benefit, tax benefit towards your um, against your your PAYG income. So you don't necessarily want to want to reduce your uh, interest repayment. You want to keep it as um, as high as possible. And then to realize the maximum tax benefit. All right, so that's the reason that uh, a lot of people don't really have an offset account for their investment mortgage. So, so now without the offset account feature, we are only talking about the most basic loan that doesn't have the offset account. And let's say your loan amount, your mortgage amount, is four hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and the interest rate is four point two nine percent. This is based on principal and interest repayment. So your monthly monthly repay, repayment will be two thousand two hundred twenty four dollars a month, and out of that two thousand two hundred twenty four dollars, six hundred fifteen dollars will be the principal repayment, and one thousand six hundred nine dollars will be the interest repayment. For the first month, so remember, I I said before, uh, in a monthly repayment, there are two two parts. If you are making principal and the interest repayment, you are making two 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 um, two sorts of of repayments, right? One is principal and one is interest. So, as you can see here, large the large portion of it, it's your interest repayment. Um, so as time goes on, the required repayment, monthly repayment, will remain the same, which is $2,224. Um, and your principal portion of the monthly repayment will go up as time goes on because the interest portion decreases over time. Right? So in simple terms, the interest, the interest you have to pay is based on how much uh, the 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 mortgage, the loan balance is, right? So as you are, as you are making, as you are reducing the loan balance, right? The the interest, the interest payable, the interest you have to pay on the loan is is decreasing as well, and um, because your monthly repayment figure remains the same, which is two thousand two hundred twenty four dollars for thirty years. Um, if the interest rate doesn't change, then over over time your your uh, principal portion of the monthly repayment will just go up, and uh, interest rate uh, the interest portion of the the monthly repayment will come down. So by year three, you will have made a total repayment of eighty thousand and sixty four dollars. So that's eighty thousand. 
and $64 over 36 months. And every month, you will have paid $2,224. All right. And out of the $80,064, went towards reducing your loan, your mortgage balance. And the rest of it, which is $56,470, was just the interest. So your mortgage balance by year three will be four hundred four will be uh, will be four hundred twenty six thousand three hundred ninety six dollars, right? Which is down from the original four hundred fifty thousand dollars in year one. So in other words, your you will have built an equity of twenty three thousand five hundred ninety four dollars. Which was exactly the the principal portion that you paid over the last thirty six months. So remember, remember the number. The equity is twenty three thousand six hundred and four dollars. Okay. So on the other hand, if you only pay interest only, as in you only make the interest only repayment, you don't reduce the uh, the balance by one cent. The interest rate would be a little bit higher, and for interest only, it's about four four point six seven percent. Then your total repayment by year three. You, remember, this is you only making the interest repayment, right? So your total repayment by year three will be sixty three thousand and forty five dollars. Now, the difference. In total repayment between the two options after three years is eighty thousand, eighty thousand, and sixty-four dollars minus sixty-three thousand and forty-five dollars. That's seventeen thousand and nineteen dollars. It's seventeen thousand and nineteen dollars. In other words, you will have paid. Seventeen thousand and nineteen dollars more. If you chose, uh, if you chose to uh, make the month, uh, the principal and interest repayment every month for thirty-six months, so you will have paid seventeen thousand and seventeen thousand nineteen dollars more. But you will also have reduced the mortgage balance. By twenty three thousand, twenty three thousand five hundred ninety four dollars. So the question really becomes: Is it worth to pay the seventeen thousand dollars, seventeen thousand and nineteen dollars more over three years in mortgage repayment to have to generate? $23,594 in equity. Right? So let, let me rephrase the question. So the question now becomes um, I, I know I know we've covered a lot of numbers and you by this stage you might have gone, what the heck is going on here? Right? But let's simplify it. So the question becomes if I ask you to pay $23,594 <laughs> 
in monthly repayment between the two options, principal and interest, and interest-only repayment between the two options, I say, um, if you choose principal and interest repayment every month, over the next three years, you will have to pay $473 more to every month. But at the same time, um, you will grow you will you will you will grow your your equity in your ho- in your home by $655 per month so $473 uh, extra repayment every more uh, higher repayment every month which which will give you $655 in home equity every month 473 cost 655 return what would you do what would you choose and what would you do with um with the spare money if you uh if you chose interest only repayment how do you how do you make that that return on $473 so if i give you if i gave you $473 a month how how would you make a return of $655 per month. If you could find other options, I don't know, it could be, um, it could be shares, it could be, um, go for bit, bitcoins. Um, if you could find another option, then go right ahead, right? But for me, if I couldn't find any other options that, that would give me more return, higher return than $655 a month on a $473 uh, uh, investment per month, then I will stick to, I will stick to my mortgage repayments. I will, I will choose principal and interest, and uh, build up that equity gradually over the next three years. So now the question, the question is, like I said, the question is, if you don't pay that that four hundred seventy three dollars a month, what could you do with it? If you don't put it into your mortgage repayment right what options do you have to make a 60 655 dollars return per month uh, normally you have um, the cash deposit you know you have the options of um, you know depositing it uh, uh, maybe having a fixed term deposit or you can you can invest it in shares uh, or uh, you can buy another investment property right so Normally, when I talk to my talk, talk to my clients, um, some people will say that oh, I, I want interest only because I want to save a bit of money. I don't really want to spend that much uh, in monthly repayment. Then I ask the question: Where would you put your money? I might put I might put it in 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 a, in a cash account, cash deposit account, which only gives you about three percent or two percent return per year. Right? How is that a worthy investment? Shares. Well, shares goes up and down. Um, unless you really know your stuff, I would say it's pretty risky investment, and uh, the chances are you might not even get uh, you might not even get two percent or three percent if you mess that up. And yeah, uh, I've been there. I, I've made some money, but I I have to say I'm not an expert in shares. Um, if I were to invest in shares, I'll probably stick with um, the index funds. You know, just invest in the in the AS, ASX two hundred. Um, so in the long run, you might be better off than just you know, trying to select the individual shares yourself. And another option is that uh, if you ch- if you choose interest only 
uh, repayment every month, then you will have some you have some spare money, and, uh, and hopefully you're saving the spare money up. And another option is to to use it towards a, a purchase, the purchase of another investment property. But before you make the decision, right, you tr- try to have a reasonable forecast of your income and um, and family expenses over the next two to three years, right? So uh, things to consider are. Uh, like, are you working towards a promotion? Like, do you do you, do you foresee a a promotion in your job, a, a pay rise, or uh, are you starting up a family which might cost you a lot of money? So, based on that, you then work out your borrowing capacity ahead of the time. So, what I mean by that is when you when you are looking at this mortgage, when you are trying to consider whether or not you you want to use principal and interest repayment. Or interest, interest, interest-only repayment. You ideally you want to have your next mortgage in mind, right? At least try to picture it. You know, uh, while you are selecting a, the the mortgage solution solution for for this purchase of your home or your investment property, just think that whether or not it's possible to have another property two to three years down the track. Okay, if that's something. That's something. That's something possible. That's something that you are considering. Then you might want to, you might want to choose interest only repayment option for this mortgage, for your first mortgage, just so you could have some spare money, right? Because then your your monthly commitment isn't as high, and you could save up some money um, and use them as deposit towards your next purchase. So, um. Let's say, we, we, really, we have two scenarios. One is that uh, if you, if you, after considering your your situations and, and you you you've come to the conclusion that I, I just can't borrow anymore, this is going to be my only mortgage for a uh, for the foreseeable future. Then, you know, your if your borrowing capacity is really tight for the next couple of years or three four years, then you won't be able to borrow much for your next uh, investment. Uh, which means your fo- your sole focus should be should only be reducing the mortgage balance for this for your current mortgage. Then, in in that case, I would just choose the principal and uh, interest uh, option. Whereas, if you're in a different scenario where you could borrow more, right? If you have the capacity to borrow more for potentially another uh, property, then you could have interest only repayment option, even on your owner occupied property. Just so you could use the spare cash as deposit towards your next purchase, and again, we are uh, when considering those options and how to how to um, how to max uh, how to mix all those options, we we should really have a long term goal of creating wealth in mind, right? So whatever options you choose should should be should be the the uh, the options that, uh, that that we enable you to achieve your goals in 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 the long run okay not necessarily the quote unquote cheapest at the moment but the ones that will that will allow you to move forward so you see while choosing between interest only and principal and interest it's not a rocket science you know there are only a, a number of handful of things to consider it's it's not as easy as some people make it out to be either, and it really comes down to your goals, 
and how you plan to achieve them. And if you think it's a daunting task to you know to figure it all out yourselves, and you, know, you don't have to, um, you you could you could consult a professional. Just just you know present your case and then sit down with a professional uh, to to go through it and um, and uh, get some feedback and then and, and make up your make up your own mind. So that's it. You know three hacks that you should consider to make your mortgage working for you as a money making machine. Um, your mortgage could be a soul sucking monster if you allow it. As always, uh, if you want to ask me any questions related to wealth building, head over to www.almaliu.com.au forward slash ask Alma and uh, submit your questions there. I would love to hear from you and I will definitely get back to you either in this in this show or um, over email uh, direct, directly uh, respond to you. So last but not least remember the true purpose of building wealth is so that we could experience the world explore new opportunities embrace changes in life and enjoy your work and family without worrying about money until next time thank you for tuning in to the elma lu show join us next time when we will again be looking at ways to create the wealthiest most successful and best version of yourself head over to www.elmalu.com for full archive of previous episodes until next time 